Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show, episode 21. Thanks so much for joining us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, it's free, and you can reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com, the Greg and the letter N, Dave Show at Outlook.com. Some of this stuff you guys have probably already heard about. Uh, Senator, let's see, Holly says the FBI is infiltrating churches spying on Americans. So you guys, you've heard about this, right? I think I sent that to you. Yeah. So this is from an interview. This is from Breitbart by Jeff Poor, April 12th. And this is on uh, Hannity's show. So Senator Josh Holly is on there. And he says that uh, he's accusing the FBI of infiltrating churches and spying on Americans. Uh, he called him for accountability. Then Hannity asks him, asks him this, this question. Senator, did the Attorney General of the U.S. just lie to you in that exchange? Uh, do we know that? And then Halsey, Holly, Senator, replies, sure looks like it. At the time that he couldn't answer the question because it looked so bad, he knew that it looked beyond the pale, and it is beyond the pale, for the FBI to be going into any church in America and trying to spy on Americans. And now we know that's exactly what they are doing. They are infiltrating churches. They are trying to spy on us. They regard churches apparently as the enemy, and church-going Americans as akin to terrorists and yeah the attorney general sat right there and told me we don't do that <laughs> now we know they do in fact is that a surprise no you know, it's not a surprise i guess but it's just kind of getting but that, you know but you know um obama um was i won't say spying went after churches with the IRS. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. He so was, it was not was it churches but it was a lot of the uh, like um, they were either conservative or they were uh, like uh, what was that 501 Yeah, they they're tax free. Yeah. They're tax free exemption. So <laughs> now here what's funny about that. Right? He said that um Discussing politics from the pulpit right, brings the institution into question about what type of operation they are. So that's what he said. But his, his rule was, or executive order was, any church that engages in discussion of politics from the pulpit will lose their 501cc tax exemption. But here's the funny part. Every election cycle, Democrats would go into black churches and campaign. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, you, you remember, can't remember Hillary. As now in you no mentioned it, I know, tired. That, <laughs> I know that Warlock preaches from his pulpit. Yeah, they all do it. Reverend Wright. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> so, yeah, they, yeah, they will go into black churches and uh, they will they will campaign. I'm just going to read a couple headlines that we didn't get to. Uh, this is from the Epic Times, or the Epoch Times. 
uh, in-depth researchers find explosion of youth gender dysphoria over the last decade consumers research launches woke alert for keeping tab on companies so this is kind of like you know there's a government watchdog now there's going to be this consumer watchdog that lets you know if companies are woke or not good <laughs> I, I like the pushback yeah i, I really uh, do it, it is refreshing you know because conservatives were a bit uh I don't know, man. Um, weak, typically, historically. Well, I don't know if it was conservatives. I think early on they just couldn't get the the verbiage right. But I, I think well, who you're referring to are the Republicans. Well, yeah, they're right, generally speaking. I try to avoid right and left, but it, it's hard sometimes. But, but see, now it's gotten so bad with the swamp that it's come down to conservatives and the left yeah. because there's a big swampy Republican yep. base. Yep, exactly. And the Republican Party before Trump, they they didn't know how to fight. They they didn't. No. They just you know take their licks and lay mm. down and you know try to. More times they would make concessions to um, to get out of a confrontation. That whole dynamic has changed. And now you see that fighting mentality has taken the people where there's a realization. Because the left doesn't spend money, <laughs> believe it or not, right? So, like, I was looking at... What um, do you mean they don't spend money? Like a consumer report, right? Like, they don't tip... Like oh. generally speaking, right? They they don't support. They 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 are not the main consumer base that these corporations make money off of. Yeah. Right? So when you look at Nike hmm. when they had their whole kerfuffle with, with Kaepernick, um oh, you remember you know about that with the shoes, right? The Betsy Ross shoes. And I was looking forward to getting a pair of those. Right, and those idiots pull the shoe because of this fool. But anyway, so because of that, you know, there was a huge boycott from Nike that cost them in North America somewhere around six billion dollars. <laughs> All right, That's so good. yeah, and that started to become the case more and more. So the conservative-minded uh, consumers like. We we do have some some power here, and look at Budweiser. You know they are in free fall right now. Um, so it's it's good to see. It's, it's good to see the pushback, man. I, I like loyal Bud Light drinkers switch brews over transgender controversy. So key word there, loyal Bud Light drinkers. So that's how pissed off they are. Rightly so. Let's see. Have you heard this one? UN seeks vast new powers for global emergencies. Lawmakers and critics are sound the alarm, but the White House supports the agenda. It's from Epic, Epic Times by Alex Newman, April 11th. It's updated April 12th. The UN is seeking a va- vast new powers and stronger 
global governance tools to deal with international emergencies such as pandemics and economic crisis, a new, UN, a new UN policy brief has revealed, and the Biden administration appears to support the proposal. So stupid. The proposed platform expands. It's like a, I don't know how many pages this is. Six pages. I'm just going to get some highlights. The proposed platform expands the authority and funding of the U.S. and the definition of emergency and crisis to include, for instance, climate change. There's your power grab. Um, the CCP, well, you know, you got, we, I think we already know that the influence that the CCP has on the U.S. Let's see, allowing the UN to deal with this is the equivalent of putting the CCP in charge. Yep. You know what's funny? This whole climate change initiative, agenda, whatever it is, nonsense. Nonsense. All right? And, you know, we have to do this. You know who are the two, which countries are the two biggest polluters in the world um china and russia china is number one and india is number two india yeah <clears throat> uh, china and i mean china is number one by a large margin mm. right but you don't hear any this is the thing that gets me like <laughs> This stuff is is not really secret, you know. It, it's there, and people just seem to have an inability to connect the dots, right? They're talking about sanctioning and controlling every aspect of life in America in the name of climate change, right? Like you know what I I hate these paper straws, man. Like you you go out and you get you these hear what? paper straws, like oh. drinking straws. Yeah. Oh, paper straws. Golly, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> hate those things, but that is the extent I don't that use they straws. Except maybe on a milkshake. You know why? What straws are for sissies? Well, I'm a sissy because I don't I don't know how how they wash those glasses, man. Um, Anyhow, <laughs> but all of this and America is one of the cleanest mm -hmm. energy producing countries yep. in the world. Yep. I mean, by leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. And yet, the, the biggest polluter in the world gives a big middle finger and mm -hmm. no one says anything. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's so frustrating that people, I guess, don't see it, don't realize it, don't pay any attention to it, or just ignore it. Yeah. Uh, this is from The Drive by Howard Altman and Joseph Trevithick, April 14th. Thanks to... Oh, okay, now I don't remember this one. Is this is that tank one? Tank. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Thanks to a shipping label on a barrel of the main gun of a Russian T-90A tank that, would, that wound up at a Louisiana truck stop, we now have an idea where it came from and where it may have been headed before the truck hauling, before the truck hauling it broke down Tuesday night, leaving it sitting at Pito's Travel Center and Casino. 
This is from April 14th. There was a, let's see, a multinational assessment field team with the port of embarkation listed as Gidyin at Poland, somewhere in Poland. <laughs> uh, and it was going to Beaumont, Texas, says to U.S. Army Aberdeen Test Center, or ATC. The, let's see, today ATC is the Defense Department's lead agency for land combat direct fire and live fire vulnerability testing. So, you know, they were getting this tank, I guess, the, the theory is they are getting the tank to put into this lineup of training exercises. Uh, the tank had some damaged front and rear fenders. It did have some explosive reactive armor containers. Interesting. Let's see, on the turret, it also had the Dazzlers at least still fitted from the Stora-1 self-protection system. Uh, machine guns had been removed. The questions are what the tank will be used for, how it got into the U.S., where it was headed, details about the tank's battle history, whether there were security concerns about being left for days at a truck stop, and whether the ERA, which is the Explosive reactive armor containers were inert or contained explosives. I, I couldn't make heads or tails of this one. I mean, you just find a tank just sitting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just weird, man. I didn't even know. Well, yeah, yeah. It just seems so weird that it would become if it, if it was for the army or for the government. You know, why wouldn't we have brought this thing on a C-130 or something like that, you know? Normal shipping procedure, yeah. right? Exactly. It's just <laughs> bizarre. This broke, this truck broke down? I mean, that doesn't sound very <laughs> professional. Uh, so if you haven't heard by now, the, uh, the U.S. is subsidi subsidizing high-risk homebuyers at the cost of those with good credit. I, I would see... The Biden administration. <laughs> I wouldn't say the. So what that looks like. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. The what? Do, what does that say? How the U.S. subsidized yeah. tires. Yeah, the Biden administration is doing that. What this looks like is, you have saved. You mm. have been disciplined. You have made sacrifices. Yep. And, you know, been responsible with your finances with the intention of buying a house you have a good credit score you have your down payment you worked hard for that credit score right which means Ooh. you paid your bills yep on time yep so what this administration has done is through the um national housing act which is i guess uh within the purview of the federal government uh, with respect to loans, um, FHA, FHA? Mm -hmm. FHA, yeah, FHA loans, Federal Housing Authority. If you are a good credit home buyer, you will be paying an extra one percent on top of the current interest rate so that you can subsidize the purchase of someone with lower credit. 
And the numbers are, if you have 720 score higher, you will pay an extra 1%. And if you have 620 or lower, you will get um, a 1.75% reduction. Yeah, discount. All right, let, let that sink in. Yeah, so can you? Wow. So if you're a loser, you get rewarded. If you're a hardworking American, you get the finger. And, and just imagine with interest rates, as they, I mean, they've, they've kind of eased a bit, right? But the way things are going, is no telling, right? But we had a few months ago, interest rates were as high as, what, 9%? You could imagine getting an extra 1% tacked on on top of that. It is 9% right now. Right now it's 9%. Mm -hmm. My point exactly. So, so from next week, <clears throat> you will be paying 10% interest. And that 1% makes a huge difference. Yeah. A huge difference. You know, I, I knew someone, know someone personally that was looking to buy a home. They were putting $75,000 down. Wow. Right, and um, the rates weren't as high. I think at the time it was like somewhere between five and seven, which is pretty significant, but it wasn't as high as it is now. And they were looking at payments, their monthly payments, about five thousand dollars. Yeah, with a seventy-five thousand dollar down payment. Whoa, yeah, five thousand dollars. All right. So, this is, you know, Ronald Reagan said it, if socialism ever comes to America, it is going to come under the disguise of liberalism. And this is what that looks like. Right? You're, you're, and, and for those of you that are already homeowners, I'm sure most of you have seen your, your taxes go up, um, which has an impact on your monthly payment. Um, the most common. Um, well, this is like a tax. Yeah, it pretty much is. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, this is almost a tax for the rich, because the people with the best credit are probably going to be wealthier because they're more disciplined with their right. money. There you go. Yep. And so they're being taxed, and the people with the worst credit that don't work hard. Are getting a discount, like you said. 1.75%. And you remember when they tried this at the very beginnings of this country? Remember when, when they did this? Yeah, the pilgrims. Yeah. yeah. They, the, um, they tried communism. Yeah. And it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work. <laughs> but they really did try it. And, it but you, people yeah. were working their ass off farming. And this other people were slacking off, and they're like, wait a yeah. minute, why do I have to yeah. give him what I just worked all yeah. day for, and he didn't do a damn thing? Yep. And what they did was, the following year, um, they said, everyone gets this, mm -hmm. and you are responsible for your own lot. Yep. Period. <sighs> End of story. Because it is unfair. It is absolutely unfair. Like... You know, they do this with gas to some gas stations. Um, what they do is uh, they'll drop the price of the regular gas 
down. So let's say gas is like that right now is like three three twenty nine, right? Some gas stations will have their regular gas at like two something. Significantly cheaper. And what they'll do is they will bump the price of the plus and premium up mm. to subsidize the um the price cut on the regular gas. So they're not losing. Yeah. But if you drive a car that requires plus or premium, then you're gonna be taking up the slack. Mm-hmm. You know. And um and I I'm pretty sure some of you noticed that, you know, but those of you that use regular gas you enjoy, you know, the little discount, but that is your price tag attached to it. And it it's so unfair, man. It it really is. And that's all they gripe about. It's not fair, it's not fair. Um so you guys heard about this Budweiser's new pro America advertisement sets social media ablaze amid Mulvaney controversy. Jack Phillips Epic Times April 17th and what appears to be an attempt to win back the audience that was angered over Bud Light after its endorsement deal with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney. Anheuser-Busch launched a new patriotic advertisement with its most iconic image. The advertisement released Friday on social media shows a Clydesdale horse used for decades by Anheuser-Busch and Budweiser walking past the Grand Canyon, New York City, and other landmarks. The clip didn't make mention of Mulvaney on issues. Excuse me. The clip didn't make mention of Mulvaney or issue an apology. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this. I, I didn't know this, but um, uh, Budweiser or Anheuser-Busch is owned by a company called AB InBev, I-N-B-E-V, and they're a Belgian company. They're based out of Belgium. They own Anheuser-Busch, and they're the world's largest brewer. They own Budweiser, Bud Light, Michelob, Stella a tour. I'm, I don't know how to pronounce Stella it. Stella It's a good beer, man. Uh, Bex. <laughs> and another of other brands. They own about 630 beer brands wow. in 150 countries. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Let's see how serious this boycott is. <laughs> so if you're boycotting them, yeah, you, you got to go a little bit deeper than the Bud Light. Yeah, you go. See? <clears throat> just kidding so the CEO Anheuser-Busch issued a statement we never intended to be a part of a discussion that divides people I care deeply about this country (laughs) alright this guy I think he tweeted this out but this really says it best this is a quote hey at Anheuser-Busch if you're at a point where you're literally referencing 9-11 in hopes that it would make us fly over yokels, run to the store to salute a 12-pack of Bud Light, you should just apologize instead. Hoping we're stupid enough to buy this ad is insulting. Red State Senior Editor Brandon Morse wrote in response. That's that pushback. I have a question. That's a beautiful response. So, let's go along with this here. For all intents and purposes, all right, Dylan Mulvaney is a woman, all right? Well, I mean, like, is a... Just go with me. Biological male. 
Well, just just indulge me here for a second, all right? All right. Okay. Dylan is a woman. His pronouns. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Pronouns are, I would assume, she and who. Mm -hmm. This is a woman. You want this woman to be the face of your campaign or whatever the case might be. Why not just get a woman? Because he's transgender. So it's not about women. <laughs> it's about, I don't know, love and acceptance of transgender. Right. Here's the dumb thing. And you know Mulvaney, he um, also did modeled bras. Yeah, for Nike. Bras for yeah. Nike. Yep. But here's the thing. Let's say that you have a house and you're renting it out and it's a big cash cow for you. I mean, you're just making a killing money, hand over fist, every month on this cash cow. And then one day you wake up and you say, you know what? I think I'm going to burn that house down. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, Anheuser-Busch is making money, hand over fist. In other words, if it ain't broke, you know what I'm saying? Why, why would you mess that up? Why would you just decide? You know what? I want to. I want to mess it up. I, I, what we just shut up. You don't even have to say anything. No, you don't. You don't <laughs> have to say anything. You don't have to say one way or another. And like you said about what was that other one? Because it's the same. This next one. Six and a half billion dollar loss in stock value for this for uh, Budweiser. Yeah. Insane. Six and a half billion dollar loss in stock. And. Uh, why? Whatever your your politics is, if you are in this space as a just shut up, <laughs> you, you you don't have to like you said you one way or the other, you don't have to just make your products and sell your products, you and and that's it. But no, it's insanity, man. <laughs> it really is. Now you know how. We're real. We don't want gas, oil, coal, fossil fuels. We don't want nuclear because, oh, no, it's going to be a, what's that one over in Hungary? Chernobyl. Chernobyl, whatever. Yeah. You see, ever seen the series? Uh, no, I never did. Ooh, man, on HBO Max? Mm -mm. Worth a watch. So just listen to this headline. Council General of Poland in New York confirms U.S. money going to Poland to build nuclear power plants. Yeah. But we don't want to spend our money here. But they're going to take your money, taxpayer dollar. That's uh, just the news by Charlotte Hazard, April 18th. So, yeah, I don't need to read any more. Just buying oil from Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> They're drilling over there. Oh, we've heard about this. FBI arrests two over-secret Chinese police station in New York City. So, basically, uh, you guys have heard about the Chinese police stations that are around the U.S. And basically, what their operation is, 
to find uh, American Chinese dissidents or whatever and send them back or make them back, go back so that they can be locked up. Uh, the FBI arrested two people on April 17th on charges operating the secret police station in New York City on behalf of China's regime, according to the Justice Department. The duo, Liu Zhuang, 61, and Zhen Jinping, 59, conspired to work as agents of the CCP and took orders from the regime in order to track down and silence Chinese dissidents living in the United States. The police station is believed to be one of more than 100 overseas stations operated by the Chinese regime in 53 countries, according to Safeguard Defenders, a Spain-based nonprofit. The effort revealed an immense violation of U.S. sovereignty by the CCP and flagrant violation of internal, excuse me, of international law, according to the U.S. District Attorney Breon Peace. It goes on to talk about how they destroyed evidence of the conspiracy when they found out the FBI was investigating. The defendants were directed to China's bidding, including helping locate a Chinese dissident living in the U.S. and obstructed our investigation by deleting their communications. Yeah. That is incredible. And I, th I told you that I am certain that I saw that place when I was in New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that building. I, I, I'm convinced. I have no because I've looked, and they didn't exactly give the location. They just said New York. But why I suspect it is the building that I saw. We were um, in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue. And there was... And what time was this? This was in the evening, um, about four or five in the evening, Sunday evening. Um, the streets, of course, were bustling. Everywhere was open, crowds everywhere. And we were walking, and close is high. <laughs> and I, I saw this building. Everything in it was in Chinese. It was completely locked up, right? And I think it, it had a sign in it that said it was an embassy or a consulate of some sort. Not an embassy, but a consulate. Um, like, okay. And then right next to it was a jewelry store that was also completely locked. Um, and everything on the wall was written in Chinese. And then across the street from that, there was this huge building that had a security presence, notably. I mean, like, the kind of people you see on television, the jackets, earpiece, and um, looked pretty fit. And they were just, you know, staggered stationed in front of this building on both sides of the steps and the door. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know, what building is this? But the two that were, come, were closed, especially the jewelry store, it seemed odd because it was the only business that was closed. Mm. Unless they operate like Chick-fil-A, which I doubt is the case. But um, <laughs> Yeah, they're closed on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. But it, it was very suspicious to me and, and without knowing anything about this. And then when I saw that, I'm like, I bet that's what one of those buildings was. Yeah, so. Sounds just like it. But imagine... Uh, Apparently they've been 
these buildings, these structures have been popping up across the U.S. And my thing is, there's no way that we didn't know about this that was Impossible. going on. Impossible. There's no way. We're not that. The CIA is not that incompetent. And on that note, let Biden me see is so this. compromised. Man, the job of government is to protect its citizens' safety and well-being. That is the only job That's that right. government has. All right? Now, I want you to consider this. They've completely been compromised and sold out to China. Completely. There, there's no question about that. The borders are wide open. They're letting any and everything come into the country. You saw this 42-year-old ISIS guy. I did it. Uh, <laughs> All right. I've got that in the stack. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Right? Um, borders are wide open. I mean, anything and everyone is coming in. They're stashing them all over the place. They're releasing violent criminals from prison. They're letting murderers off the hook. People that have been caught in the commission of a crime that resulted in someone's death. Brutal murder in a public street were released from prison. Um, one was had their charges downgraded to... Um, assault with a shoe uh, and this was an army vet by the way that died at the hands of these hooligans um, Alvin Bragg is responsible for this so you can look that up they're releasing violent offenders known violent offenders if they arrest them they're letting them loose if they've been incarcerated they're just letting them out the prisons it has been a complete dereliction of the one job that government has. Who are you going to turn to. To protect your interest. As a citizen or resident of this country. Definitely not the institutions. So what, 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 what's left. You have to do it for yourself. One of these violent criminals. Cross paths with you. End up at your front door. What are you going to do. The government have left you. They've left you to your own devices you're on your own here arm yourselves train yourselves and protect yourselves they're not doing it they're leaving you to be preyed upon by these vicious people these animals that's what they are so i have a serious problem with this yeah a lot of us have a serious problem with that you know they'll go Bend over backwards for these criminals, like you yeah. say, to let them out. But then they want to crucify Trump for this, you know. Contrived. Yeah, contrived. Uh, uh, past the statute of limitations. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let's see. This one says, Senate GOP report raises possibility of two lab leaks triggering COVID. COVID. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, I guess in, in a nutshell, um, what they have discovered is that Wuhan was barely the tip of the iceberg. Um, they've found um, records and evidence that lend itself to an outbreak in China as early as what, 20... 
when did COVID happen here? 2020? 2020? Yeah. Between 2017 and 2019. And they have uh, apparently a paper trail of China buying um, PPE, personal protective equipment, as early as 2016. Hmm. <laughs> right? Um, based on something that transpired at another another lab. Um, so, and, and, you know, that's interesting because I, my buddy was telling me that one of his friends in 2019 was sick. Yeah, we talked about this yeah. before. Went to the doctor. Before we knew what it yeah, was. Yeah, and said it's not the flu, you know, but, you know, treats it as, you know, the, everything else is fine. Yeah. So, come to find out, that he went and he got tested, of course, later on down the road and discovered that he had the antibodies that his body had developed from fighting the COVID infection. So that thing has been here since at least one year before mm-hmm. everything went to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. So that kind of lines up with this discovery um, that they made recently. But, you know... No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. All right, this is from Don Serber, Substack. 327 people who are above the law. April 17th. Nearly a third of all shoplifting arrests in the city last year involved just 327 people. The police said businesses say they have little defense. And this is talking about New York City. Uh, collectively, they were arrested and rearrested more than 6,000 times. Holy moly. <laughs> arrested, rearrested 6,000 times. I mean, just want, just doing... Never mind. <laughs> Police Commissioner Kichunsul said 6,000 times. So, New York argued that stealing $4,500 Louis Vuitton purses is a crime of necessity. (laughs) You need a purse, but not just any purse. You need a purse that's Mm $4,500. $4,500. That's a necessity. Quote, criminal justice reform advocates have said that petty thefts are a crime of necessity and that many down on their luck... New Yorkers are stealing what they need to survive in one of the world's most expensive cities. Once again, the criminal is the victim. How dare the stores make any kind of profit? Liberals now calling liberals now call enforcing the law racist. Everything is racist. Incredible. Let's see, uh, On June 18, 2020, New York uh, ran a column, or New York Times ran a column by Robin D.G. Kelly, a black man with a Ph.D. in history. Quote, what kind of society values property over black lives? Close quote. Looting and ransacking stores is a form of reparations. Money for people who were never slaves from people who never owned slaves. Kelly writes, our country was built on looting. Yeah, and these are the people that I guess some of you vote for. Three, 
327 people are above the law, but it's more than that. We have the Biden crime family above the law. The most corrupt family in the history of this country. Bar none. Yeah. Uh, from the Daily Signal, medical schools look for activists, <laughs> not healers. We've touched about this before. This is by Giancarlo Canaparo and Dugan Foley, Joseph Sturdy, April 19th. I'm not going to read it, but... um, I I, I can can surmise this one real nicely. Yeah. All right. You have a heart condition. And your life is... In, in the balance. You're being rushed to a hospital. Are you going to be concerned about the doctor's pronouns or their success rate as a surgeon? And if you have a Trump <laughs> shirt on or a MAGA hat on, you will die. <laughs> Chances are. You will die. Which is sad, but this is a reality. This is a reality. So that that's what that looks like. This is a big one here, but experts link transgender ideology to elevated risk of violent radicalization. And I think that headline speaks for itself, because uh, the transgender community, I think it's starting to rank up there with Atifa and BLM violence. I think with intensity, but not numerically. And it's a curious thing. What makes them so susceptible? Because, like, when you look at um, these extremist um, terrorist groups, um, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, they have a blueprint that they follow when they're recruiting and trying to radicalize people they proof their their target base um are young men between a certain age all right usually um low economic standing from certain areas um is who they they are attracted to um for potential recruits i i was thinking about this this whole um, um, oh my goodness. Transgender violence? Yeah, that. The, the chemical tran- transitioning from mm. male to female, ma- female to male. Alright? This thing is so dangerous on so many levels. But with respect to amping up the risk for violence... The chemical makeup of the individual is unnaturally altered in ways that the body was not designed um, to handle. And once you start messing with that, that person becomes an unstable individual. Men and women have different physiology they have different biology their bodies perform differently if testosterone 
too much testosterone in a in a female the body fights against that as a as a viral infection right so when you pump this and force uh, a female to accept this the body speaking to accept this you you're putting that person in a very precarious and a volatile position and when they you see they live with this stuff like that's why the suicide rate is so high and there's no recourse well i won't say no but few make it out intact you know uh, primarily deliverance comes through jesus christ and most of them share their testimony that are fortunate you know to be delivered from this um but most of them don't and i was looking at some shorts of just random acts of violence from transgender people and dude like this stuff is insane like i saw one where this this person i couldn't tell which way they went but this person stood in a convenience store with an axe and two people came in made their purchase i mean and they're just standing there with this axe behind them and then just casually takes it up and wets them with it with this flat part i mean unprovoked just two random people whap whap you know then you have tennessee then there was a, a i saw an article just today about someone saying um if um they were addressing some people i can't remember who but if they don't accept their pronouns they're oh, going yeah. to shoot that yeah i mean these people are now not just mentally they are chemically unstable which downstream affects their mental state it is all chemical at this point because if you see a, a, a dog trying to act like a cat you know, say that dog is crazy. They, they, they're designed differently. They're programmed differently. They're hardwired differently. And when you try to go against that, you make something. Like, for instance, I've long been an advocate for pit bulls. Um, when I first moved to Georgia, I, got, I had my apartment. I went and got me a pit bull puppy, big boy. And um, it was just me and him before my wife and kids and whatnot. And um, everyone that see, I mean, he was big. Yeah, he was very scary looking. And people were very afraid of him, especially like my mother-in-law. And then, you know, they, they spend time with him. Um, and they're like, wow, he's such a sweet dog. You know, he, he's not like what you hear and see about. And there's a reason for that. Pit bulls are very protective, but they are not guard dogs in, in the true sense. And people, because of their physique and because of their tenacity, people train them to be guard dogs. And it makes them very volatile because that's not their natural proclivity. All right. And once they do that, they force the dog to do things that don't come naturally. The dog becomes behaviorally unstable from a, and they snap. They're liable to snap at any moment. You know, this is constant among living creatures. You have a natural makeup, and when you go against that, things don't work the way that they're supposed to. And this is a very dangerous situation because 
they're doing this to kids. Um, Biden said that it is the child, the children should decide. And this is this is not good, man. This stuff is not good at all. Yeah, it's yeah, it's almost lazy speeches because it's so ridiculous. Uh, this one is a lawmaker with doctorate in AI warns about technology's real danger. It's not killer robots. Um, so I'm just going to summarize this. Basically, previously we talked about AI and, and, and it learning and it growing. And, you know, the, there was people saying that it's the end of the world if, if they go, if they become aware or whatever. And so in this article, this is the reverse of that. And this, um, he's a congressman, but he has, he has an advanced degree in AI uh, and a doctorate. So you can look that up and check that out. But basically, he gives a different opinion about AIs and their ability to be aware. Um, so he just wanted to give you both sides, make sure we give you both sides. Uh, okay, you guys have heard this. FBI Agents Association rewarded agents who took a knee in front of BLM, proving the rot isn't just at the top. Okay, Chloe. So, uh, then I want to jump to this article. So that was... Uh, this was uh, New York Post opinion... James Gagliano, October 19th, 2022. And then this one from Daily Signal, Fred Lucas, April 17th of this year. Two FBI agents who knelt at BLM rally gained promotions. So how about that? Bend the knee, man. Bend the, the knee. <laughs> Incredible. You know, once upon a time, you'd get promoted based on your accomplishments. Oh man, the old days, you know, where you your work merit and work and your work ethics and wow. Who saw this coming? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's uh, going to be a good title for you. Failing to create brotherhood of man, the UN promotes sex with children. From the Daily Signal, Jarrett Stepman, April 19th. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to say to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. I'm not going to get into that, but just, I think that title kind of says it all. You know, in the Bible, UN promotes sex with children. In, in the Bible, one of the the line, I should say, that God draws with a nation or people is what they do to children. And once that line has been crossed, judgment, God's judgment came immediately after. Um, there is a trend here. Uh, normalizing um, in sexual relationships with minors um, normalizing the mutilation of genitalia there, there you go. of minors 
Um, you have child trafficking. You have uh, this transgender um, initiative. Uh, you have abortion. You have abortion at birth and even after birth. And not one Democrat voted against that. You see the trend, right? And um, C.S. Lewis, um, in his um, analysis of Scripture, what one of the statements that he made is um, crimes or this sort of treatment against children is usually a sign of an irredeemable nation which is a very very sad indictment uh and it, yeah it, it it is bad that this is happening to children that kids are being targeted and put in the crosshairs to be victims of of some of these unspeakable evils it's a terrible thing yeah um I'm not going to get into this one, but you need to hear the title. That's a controversial mRNA technology now targeting livestock. So they want to get this mRNA in you. Yeah, one you way or the other. If you won't take it, maybe you'll eat it. So it got shut down for cows, but apparently it's in, in pork. Yeah, it, it at least five yeah. states have introduced bills restricting the use of controversial mRNA technology or gene therapies in livestock, or demanding full disclosure to consumers on product packaging. Yeah, right on. Uh, oh, I like I printed this one because I wanted to go into more depth, but um. You need to hear the real reason behind China's $10 billion offer to Taliban for lithium. So, yeah. Um, that's one of the big components for making batteries. And Taliban has some, and they're going to pay the Taliban $10 billion for it. Um, what could go wrong there, boy? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean not, none of this stuff is in our interest. But think about this. Was it 20 years? How long were we in Taliban? Ta I mean, uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, 20, fighting, 20, 2011. Fi fi fighting the yeah. Taliban. 20 years, yeah. Um, I never once, or maybe we did, but obviously there was people smart enough to realize that you can't pay the Taliban to do what you want to do. So here's China coming in. We're not interested in anybody's freedom, obviously. But we'll give you $10 billion for your lithium. The number one pollutant, country pollutant. Uh, here's our reverse ATMs take bills. Dispense cards as stores go cashless. April 24th from Axios, Jennifer um, do you want to touch on this? Because I didn't get... Yeah, so... Um, apparently, there's this new ATM that is popping up in some of your more progressive cities. And the, the 
the goal is to take cash out of rotation. Alright, so you have cash and you deposit this and they'll give you like a gift card or visa card and you can use that in the store. So I <laughs> I went to uh, a restaurant the other day, well a little more than the other day and um, I bought food for a few people and it came up to like somewhere between 40 and 50 bucks right so I gave the guy a hundred dollar bill and he got mad at me <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like I, I said you can give it back wow <laughs> yeah like I don't understand since when cash is the enemy but wow. again looking down the road you see that in a cashless society there will be some institution that will have complete control over everything you don't have cash you 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 have to use this platform uh, whether it's a card whether it's a mark whether it's for instance like you the um, new bank cards credit cards that have that wireless thing mm -hmm. right you just tap, tap that right ideally they would love everyone to use this right so what if enter china social credit system is in place all right you said something that the powers that be deemed naughty right you go to the grocery store and you you have money in your account and declined whoop, nothing <laughs> because of something that you said that is ultimately where this uh -huh. is going to go absolute control i was just glancing at this stuff some of this so a reverse atm from wavetech starts at six thousand dollars plus extra for servicing the machine which includes removing the cash and replenishing the cards uh new york restaurants New York City restaurants like Slutty Vegan and Brooklyn Dumpling Shop are installing reverse ATMs to avoid dirtiness, air quotes, of cash and the potential for robbery. So why wouldn't you just steal their card? Yeah. I mean, well, how is that going to prevent robbery? You walk into the store with cash. There's cash there. All right. <laughs> so uh, it, yeah yeah uh, wow anyway but everybody's doing well not everybody but let's see um these are going into campuses cinemas zoos theaters ball games and other places so yeah it's it, it's a coming but you're still giving up cash though so imagine this <laughs> all right you have a line for this ATM. And this is just how my brain works, right? There's a reverse cash ATM there. And there's a line of people waiting to use it. If I am a crook, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Because you know everyone there has cash on them. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So just rob all those people. Rob every last one of them. I mean... It, 
And these people come across as if these things are just brilliant and ingenious. And it's absolute folly. Yeah, it is. I mean, you have cash. Just go to the stand, the cashier, and, and get give them the cash. Let them go put it in. You know, the cash is on the premises. All right? Instead of giving it to the person, you give it to the machine. Oh, my goodness. I don't yeah, know. And then, and then you're given a card, which is loaded with what you a may amount of cash. And why can't they just take that card? I mean, how do you know whoever has the card, are they linked to it? Like, if somebody stole your card, can they use it like cash? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Indeed. <laughs> this is what you were talking about. Uh, yeah, this is what you said a minute ago or mentioned a little bit ago. From Breitbart by John Nolte, April 25th. A transvestite that goes by the name Tara J told his 2,400 TikTok followers to buy guns and that he was prepared to die. Wow. A J is a man who pretends to be a woman and more convenient, conveniently a lesbian. <laughs> and Jay felt perfectly comfortable threatening people with guns just a few weeks after a female transvestite murdered six people at the Nashville Christian School. Now think about what would happen if someone wearing a MAGA hat said, um, started telling his followers to buy guns. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end here, it says that he uses a quote. Quote is, I don't even call it violence when it's in self-defense. I call it intelligence. And that's from Malcolm X. This one is, where did all the Biden illegal immigrants go? Hard up sanctuary cities are only part of the answer by James Barney. Real clear investigations, April 20th. You want to comment on this? Yeah, they, apparently they have been furnished with quite the luxurious accommodations at hotels upwards of $700 a night. Uh, rooms um, you know so I need to <laughs> I have to pay for that too right <laughs> well New York does oh my goodness New York City Mayor Eric Adams asked for more than 500 million dollars in federal aid while pegging the city's spending at between 2 billion and 3 billion mm. You ha you What's it going to take for people to go, liberalism is not good. Liberalism is bad. Oh my What's goodness. it going to take for that, for that to happen? Wow. You know, you have homeless epidemic in some states in this country. You have drug epidemic. And all manner of other social ills that Americans are suffering and enduring. And these people 
feel justified in taking resources Your that resources. Um, yeah that Americans are funding for their well-being and giving it to everyone else and you know what that's like that's like tyranny well <laughs> me going to feed my neighbor's children before securing food for mine like and you know I, it's always easier to grasp something when you bring it home you have kids in your house that are hungry and starving and you leave them hungry and starving to go feed someone else's kids and not that feeding someone else's kids is is wrong but you have a responsibility to take care of yours first you know the airlines that tell you secure your mask before putting on the person's own next to you you have charity begins at home you have to take care of home base first then you can extend yourself outside of that but that's not what we're seeing there's a complete neglect for american citizens a complete neglect at their expense no less whatever they law that they come up with for you to abide by they don't abide by you remember when they bust when they <laughs> decide to send uh sent the <laughs> illegals up to martha's vineyard yeah. they called the national guard in the next day yep <laughs> To get those folks out of there. These are your Democrats that you love and you vote for, and they say that they have their full of compassion. The National, National Guard. Guard, the very next day, to get them out, rounded them up and got them out. Right, but you need to take them in. Yeah, you take them. Uh, Dave sent me a link for this drag queen from a Citizen Free Press tweet. Drag queen explains why children should not I have attend. no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. What in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much? Other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. So I don't think that this is a, a, an avenue you would want your child to explore. To actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things wow just spells it out i mean just lays it out <laughs> even though it's kind of creepy to listen to this man woman talk 
and still she speaks he whatever speaks the truth um, the British government will reportedly introduce mandatory age checks this is your for <laughs> illegal migrants to who claim to be children as a migrant claiming to be 17 to better his chances at receiving asylum was revealed to be 42 year old former ISIS fighter with a full beard now if somebody with a full beard came up to you and said I'm 17 Would you, could you, I mean, could you keep yourself from laughing or what, what, what would be your reaction? Yeah. This is from Breitbart by Kurt Zunduka, April 24th. You want to get into that a little more? And that is not an isolated incident. There's a long documented, um, record of Mm -hmm. these grown men (laughs) um, posing as 11, 12, 13 years old so that they can uh, be allowed entry into the country. Yeah, this one paragraph says, the issue of illegals claiming to be children in order to better their chances of receiving asylum has been a long-standing issue in Britain with an average of 355 alleged child migrants being exposed as adults between 2012 and 2020, even before mandatory age tests. Yeah. I mean, you, you so you, you can look and see that this is a grown man. Do, like, do I look 17 to you? <laughs> I mean, I like to think I'm 21, you know, but my boyish looks. But goodness gracious, man. You just guys should see a picture of me when we first got married. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were both, like, movie star sexy. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> I had hair. I was slim. Oh, my gosh, dude. There is no earthly way 42 can pass for seven. Not not unless you have some medical condition, <laughs> you know, that that would... Um, Oh yeah, that's a that's a uh, what's that thing called that a that uh, fast aging disease or something yeah. like that? Yeah, there is no way. Bye bye, Kia boys. This Illinois Attorney point. General wants feds to recall easily stolen Kia Hyundai's <laughs> from the CB. Excuse me, the CWB Chicago, April twentieth. Oh boy, Chicago. Uh. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raul is calling on Hyundai and Kia to recall vehicles that have a security flaw that allows thieves to steal the cars with little more than a USB plug. <laughs> hey, oh, boy. It's, it's the car manufacturer's fault. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it is. they're being stolen. It has nothing to do with the people that are breaking into these cars and stealing them this is chicago so that's like a new you know a twin of new york where crime is rampant because they don't actually prosecute people they let them go and then they make stupid comments like the manufacturer needs to recall these cars and that's why they're being stolen not that 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 they were letting them out they're letting the criminals out the next day but the manufacturer anyway I didn't really get this one here, this Dom Lucree. How do you say his name? Luca. Dom Luca. Yeah. You want to talk about that? 
yeah so what this uh this article is about um, is this guy goes into the history to really expose the um the perceived switching of the parties mm-hmm. all right and because you know a lot of people are under the impression that the party switched right that um, somehow the republicans became the party of the oppressors and the racists and they there there is this this whole fallacy that is believed um so what dom luca did in his article was go all the way back to pre-civil war um to draw the the line to show the differences in politics between the democrats and the republicans at that time um and he gives very good supporting informa- information um, with the the party of slavery, which is the Democrat Party, um, that resisted the abolition of slavery, um, and would rather not would rather but rather engage in the bloodiest war in American history on American soil to protect the institution of slavery um, when the abraham uh lincoln um and the north and the union defeated um the democrat party um they and and slavery was no longer legal they formed the kkk i mean and he goes into great detail dates supporting articles and 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 sources that you can look into yourself and um so when they could no longer legally institutionally um protect the institution of slavery um their lovely their uh, government official law enforcement police sheriff at the time um banded together and formed the, the ku klux klan so this this was the uh the vigilante justice so to speak um of the democrats uh, because of the abolition of slavery now one of the things that happened subsequent to this that is never discussed was not long well a few years after the civil war and the demise of the institution of slavery several democrat senators crossed the aisles to become republicans and what Dom Luca does is he goes, I don't know where he got this information, but he shows the track record of these politicians and the legislations and the bills that they've passed mm-hmm. since crossing the floor um, to con- try and continue this um, oppressive system of government regime and and further these causes so the whole this idea the rhinos as we know them today this was the origin of that type mm. of republican i mean it is a mind-blowing read 
it, there's a lot of links and 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 supporting um uh, references in there um but it is worth the read and it i had never heard anyone or come across anyone that actually took the time because you always hear this casually you know well you know the party switched and you know da, 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 da. there was a switch <laughs> but not the way that most people think it happened and it, it was just mind-blowing so i guess people like mitch mcconnell and lindsey graham and uh romney um who else paul Lion Ryan, Lion Ryan, <laughs> Paul Ryan, uh, would would consider would be considered descendants hmm. <laughs> of these individuals. Well, Robert Byrd was like an actual KKK member, yeah, right? A card carrying member of the KKK. He was a high ranking one at that. Yeah. And, and Biden spoke fondly of him at his funeral. Yeah. And Biden was in support of segregation. Yeah, he is a, an on record. A segregationist on record, public you record. You voted for him. Yeah, so uh, probably not you, but anyway. <laughs> uh, the German cabinet has backed legislation that would ban almost all new oil and gas heating systems for buildings by next year, despite widespread opposition from the public and concerns from within the coalition government itself. Anyway, that that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Like. Uh, a pretty aggressive date, though. Anyway. So this this nonsense this <laughs> is not just localized to the yeah. U.S. It, 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 it is the global. There is something global going on about taking away people's freedoms and oppressing people, basically. Uh, this last one says U.S. compensates people for COVID nineteen vaccine. Huh. Yeah. The safe, the safe one. No, the one that's. Uh, I think it's the mRNA one. Yeah, they, they said it was safe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So this is an interesting read for you guys. Yeah. But they're saying that okay, yeah, we recognize there is a problem. Really? I mean, uh, I mean, because <laughs> why would they pay for it? Uh, because I think they have no choice. Somebody just did not let it go. <laughs> That's all that is. You think they would do that if they had a choice? Uh, no, uh, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Someone just did not let it go. That That's all that is. Uh, you know, that this is not stepping on someone's shoe. This is not a my bad, you know, type of scenario. People have been permanently damaged. Yeah. Uh, you have a significant number of deaths deaths and people f in fear I, I saw some uh, an article about a, a university student at a university here um, in Atlanta 21 years old played soccer for the for the school fit as a fiddle 21 years old the boy just dropped dead man like just stone cold black dead and uh, no accountability? None? Where is Fauci, man? What about that football player? Remember that? Which one? <laughs> well, no, the one that was the most publicized. Damar Hamlin? Yeah. yeah. He dropped and... Remember that awkward interview we yeah. read to you? Yep. 
so obviously there was some kind of something going on there where he was either coached not to talk about or threatened or threatened not to talk about or didn't want to talk about but yeah I mean yeah it I don't know some of these things are unthinkable for the average person like these ideas that these people come up with and book recommendation coming up (laughs) the first thing is these things are influenced by supernatural forces and not good forces because nothing good comes from this you know and if you're not sure about that you know let's remember the words of jesus christ when his disciples asked him well how would we know and his response was by the fruit you will know the truth just look at the outcome Right, and that didn't, didn't Paul talk about? Well, maybe it wasn't Paul, but about spiritual warfare. Yeah, in, in Ephesians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah, we wrestle not against flesh yeah, and blood. That's it. Yeah, um, but yeah, these things are spiritually influenced. That is the first thing. All right, they they are not coming from the constraints that we occupy as people. Because some of these things are unthinkable. Um, But in addition to that, Thomas Sewell, I reference him all the time, uh, one of his books, Visions of the Anointed. And what he talks about in this book is there is an academic elite that exists and the academic elite uh, believe that they are the chosen ones to make the hard decisions that are in the benefit or best interest of everyone else. And they are trained um, at certain schools that foster this belief and build this belief in them. Um, So when you look at these people, John Kerry, Al Gore, Bush, I mean, they all come from the same cluster of schools, right? Usually Ivy League schools. Um, But uh, this is the thought process that they are the ones that have to shoulder the burden of making these hard choices. That's how they think about this, right? They think that they are suffering like John Kerry has no issues getting on a private plane to fly uh, to another country to speak about carbon emissions and climate change. In his mind, he thinks that that is his burden to bear for the betterment of society. This is how these people think. And it will always be at odds with the way normal people, the average person, most of us think, especially those of us that have a biblical worldview and uh, a a scriptural um, lens, it will never never coincide. However, understand this. This is where these people are coming from, right? When they make these statements and push these agendas that are unthinkable, In their mind, they are bearing the burden 
for the rest of us. It's an uncomfortable. They believe that, you know, not everyone can handle this. They, they call themselves the initiated or the enlightened. You know, all of these cultic terms um, for, the, for their groups. But that, that is so. If you wonder if it's a pretty heavy book. But it, it does give great insight into the thought process. Because if you stop and you're like, well, what? Chicago AG. It's not the person, it's the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is how they think. Um, but yeah, a great book. I can't even remember. I, there's no way they could have read all these books by now. because uh, What's that guy's name? Schwab? Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Yeah. He probably thinks he's one of those. Of course he does. Of course he does. You know, they have given. They have been given the burden of um, protecting humanity, and you know, and that's how they see it as a burden. And where did that come from? Which goes back to point one. These ideas are spiritually influenced. So. You won't be able to make sense of it. You just need to un- be able to understand it for what it is. I know I've mentioned on one of these episodes where communism, I believe, came from Satan. Absolutely. Um, and so, if he, ultimately, he's behind all this. All right, That's the only way to make sense of all this. Because it's hard to believe that a human being would just eagerly desire the suffering of another human being but if Satan's manipulating it and behind the scenes then you get it right because we're made in God's image and he hates us and wants to hurt God and the best way to do that is to hurt us or or make us suffer or go with him go with him to hell Um, so yeah spiritual forces um, hopefully you're in a place with Christ where you have a relationship so that you're grounded. Um, and if you're not, then maybe you should think about it. Um, Paul encourages us to pray for our leaders and those in authority over us. And uh, I have heard one person that really drove this home for me in uh, one of his sermons, uh, Jacob Prash. And what he said was, if our leaders are not influenced by our prayers, by the prayers of the righteous, they will be influenced by something else. And this is what that looks like. Just, Just look at the state of our country today look at our society look at our schools just just look around you don't have to go too far and you will see firsthand what it looks like when our leaders are influenced by something other than our prayers all right guys went a little deep that time but we appreciate you hanging in there with us Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends all about us. And reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg, letter N, Dave Show at Outlook.com. Until next time, stay safe. Peace.
we use 